0: Welcome back, baseball family. As Brig mentioned earlier, we are actually talking about the San Francisco Giants and their Mount Rushmore nominees. Now, before Mm -hmm. we get into that, we have some information to present to you, the listener and viewer, depending on where you're taking the podcast, um, about the San Francisco Giants. I'm going to start, if that's okay with you, Brig. Yeah, I think you should okay I like to I like to find out where the team names came from I think that most of the most of the time they're really interesting um, so I, I thought that I would go with that So the San Francisco Giants as we know started out in New York as the New York Gothams but after a rousing victory in 1885, the team's manager referred to his players as my giants. the team quickly changed from Gothams to the Giants and kept the name when they moved out to San Francisco from New York in 1957 whoa i think it's funny that all it takes is somebody saying something that early on in the team's history to change it over right the gothams yeah the new york gothams that is a real thing and then one little riff off that's
1: crazy i love Mm. that
0: yeah that's awesome That's according to TeamNameOrigin.com. Brig, why don't you give us a breakdown of the history of the Gothams and the Giants?
1: I shall, sir. They have an official record. Well, first of all, they have been around forever. Forever. Yes. Yes. 139 seasons. They've been playing professional baseball as a franchise, (laughs) as an organization, since 1883. It's insanity. I love it. I love that about them. okay mm-hmm. record in that hundred almost one hundred forty years, okay the record is one thousand or excuse me eleven thousand three hundred one to nine thousand seven hundred seventy three games that puts them at a five thirty six win loss percentage. They have had twenty seven playoff appearances twenty three pennants, eight world championships. They have retired 10 of their organic team numbers, 11 if you include Jackie Robinson, which we do. They also have four retired names, one of which is a player, one's a manager, two are broadcasters. We uh those names are I am not going to tell you cuz what if Brad and I pick one of them? <laughs> ha!
0: What do you oh. think about that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Almost blew it, but and I didn't. Okay, Brad.
0: <laughs> So, real quick, something that's interesting. So, on baseball together, or baseball together, I wish we had this on baseball together. On baseballreference.com, they have a breakdown of when they won their World Series. And the San Francisco Giants won all three of their World Series that they own last decade. Yeah. That's crazy to think about. Yes. The Giants in New York won five. Yeah. But that's that's insane to me somebody who like my dad grew up a giants fan because his dad's from the bay area so that's who he grew up watching before the mariners became a thing yeah and so somebody who's who grew up in a house where you know like i said my dad is a huge giants fan i would have thought like with how much he loved them that they were like perennial winners (laughs) (laughs) and a really great franchise but i guess i mean they're a great franchise yeah great franchise rich history but lots of pennants but
1: eight world championships and Mm -hmm. they only have won three since 1957
0: yeah it's interesting because you're right they are storied and people love them Mm -hmm. the very popular even like outside of san francisco you find a lot of giants fans all over the place that's
1: right so Brad and I, for those of you who might be new to the show, we go through and we suggest to you and to one another whom we believe you cannot tell the story of the franchise without. There are four names that cannot be left off the history books. We kind of fight over it a little bit sometimes. But more often than not, what's interesting is that we overlap. Brad and I do not share details of our discovery process or our research methods before we go into this. And uh, I don't know who he's picked. He doesn't know whom I've picked. And we are going to get into it now. We have overlapped every single time at least once leading Mm -hmm. up to this. So um, that's not a jinx moment. But
0: it might be. We'll see what happens.
1: Well, we say it it every time. We
0: we still overlap. I know. (laughs) I don't think it's going to jinx anything. And I'm certain we're going to overlap on at least one. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, Brad,
1: why don't you go first? Give me me your first
0: player that you think belongs on there. Mount Rushmore. Okay, I'm just gonna get this out of the way. This is a controversial player, and I think me saying that, you know exactly who it is. No, Um, I don't feel like you can leave Barry Bonds off of the Mount Rushmore. I you you can't because of his impact on the game. The way that like, I shouldn't say the way that he played it, but he was he still had to hit the ball brick. And this is the thing: is everybody says that a lot of people have said that Barry Bonds is one of the best hitters to ever play the game flat out.
1: And I he was playing leave. in the
0: same league at the same time as Tony Gwynn for a while. Yeah,
1: that's a fact. So the, the reason fact, he jacked. was
0: the reason he was such a good hitter is because his eyes were so good he could let the ball travel deeper and his hands are so quick that he could still get around on it. Yeah. You know that somebody who's that great of a hitter and yes I understand I I'm well aware of the accusations of steroids and all the evidence that points to it as well. I am well aware and I have my disdain for steroids as well, but a guy who was feared so much in his career that even in Pittsburgh at 27 years old, he led the league in intentional walks with 32 for the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years. He led the league in intentional walks. And then in 2002, until 2004, he also led the league in intentional walks with 120 in 2004. And then his yeah. last two years in the league, 06 07, he led the league in intentional walks again. Pitchers feared the man. They would rather walk in a run with Barry Bonds at the plate than pitch to him. And they did. And they did. And I mean, we see the clip on the social the media anecdote, all the that time. That happens. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then you look like if you look at his baseball reference profile, there are so many bolded numbers outside of the home run totals. Like you forget you you can throw out of the home run totals. Off. I don't care. That's fine. If he hit two home runs a year during his career, but he still put up a batting average of or an op, an on base percentage of four ten, four fifty six, four fifty eight. That's three years in a row. Those are all real. I'm still going to put this guy on Mount Rushmore because he wasn't just hitting home runs. He was getting on base. Yeah. And that's unreal to me. Somebody was that good of a hitter, and then yes, steroids most likely came into play, and he started crushing it, hitting balls into McCovey Cove left and right. But even if he was peppering the wall, I'd take the guy on my team, man. Absolutely, one hundred percent of the time. Okay, fine. Okay, who you got?
1: All right, I'm and gonna yes, go And yes, make the guy. room for
0: that big head. Make for, make extra room <laughs> for the big head too. <laughs> anyway sorry okay ahead. all
1: right i'm gonna go with a guy my my number one pick who is was born in riverside california actually so i i like that little detail he's an eight time gold glover which i think is important given the rest of my in- information 12 times silver slugger we saw that coming seven times seven times mvp seven times 14 time All Star. Most of them were sequential, save one <clears throat> during a, a string of those, I should say. There's only one year he wasn't. Home run derby champion, two times batting title, three times Major League Player of the Year. Career war 162.7. Barry Bonds. You can't. <laughs> You just can't argue with it. I know I am. I do not want him in the Hall of Fame. He is a phenomenal baseball player, <laughs>
0: <laughs> flat out, flat,
1: flat out, out phenomenal. And he spent 15 of his 22 uh, seasons in Major League Baseball playing in San Francisco. So you cannot tell the story of the San Francisco Giants without Barry Bonds. You simply can't. You shouldn't even try. And I think that that, it's just astonishing. And I love that you cited his OBP in 91, 92, and 93, where he led the league 410, 456, 458. That's two seasons in Pittsburgh, one season in San Francisco. I think that right there does as much for me to consider him before his performance-enhancing stuff than anything else, which is what you were saying. So, yes, Mm -hmm. I... While I am a curmudgeon about this, I am a stick in the proverbial mud about Barry Bonds. I do not believe that the history of the franchise can be told without Barry Bonds.
0: Well, and one thing that's crazy is I think, I can't remember if Jonathan said this on our draft episode a couple weeks ago, or if it it was just in conversation, whatever. Um, But he truly believes that Barry Bonds leaving the Pirates destroyed the franchise. Yeah. Because they haven't yeah. been the same since then. Like they had Andrew McCutcheon. they made the playoffs, but Josh Bell, Barry Bonds, right? Barry Bonds was was the keystone.
1: Yeah. Let, ever me, since let then. Me, let me go back and make this very clear. He has an eight time Gold Glove winner. You it, you can't that has nothing to do with hitting home runs. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. He's a great yep. baseball player. Flat out. He's more well-rounded content. than people give him credit for.
0: Yeah. The end. Okay, Brad. Right. Since we overlapped, go with your number two. Okay, my number two um is actually uh was my dad's favorite player. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've oh. been looking, I've been wanting to get him a jersey for years oh. of this player. This is a guy who was born in Westfield, Alabama. Hall Ooh. of Famer, of course, two-time MVP, one rookie of the year. Was part of the 1954 World Series team. And uh it's the say hey kid, Willie Mays. That's he's my number two as well. <laughs> this is the one I assumed as like at the very least It has to be Willie Mays. Willie Mays. Yes, and I know
1: you didn't expect me to pick Barry Bonds, so I didn't. know Yeah, Willie yep. Mays. Oh, the guy is phenomenal. Literally, mm. 21 years in San Francisco. 21 mm. years. He has a career WAR of one fifty six point one.
0: Career yeah, batting and, average and this is, is
1: three hundred one. Home runs six hundred sixty before steroids. You could even spell them.
0: <laughs> so this is one thing that I think is crazy. Is like most, like most guys in the time in nineteen fifty three, he didn't play. He missed missed a season because of military service, and then he comes back in nineteen fifty four. Is obvious, is an all star. Obviously, you know most of the guys came back then, but he won the MVP and hit three forty five. Yeah, he did. That's legit. I don't care that who you are. That is legit. And hit forty-one home runs. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like Willie Mays is one of those guys. It's like I don't feel like we have to justify him. If you say the name, everybody's going to. Most people I feel like are going to agree that he goes up on yeah, on Mount Rushmore.
1: You so. can't. I mean, you can't do it with that. And the catch for. I mean, the guy has a has a a play named like it's his play that's called the, the basket catch. catch yeah it's it's the most famous catch in the outfield like of all time so if you haven't seen the catch you have to go see the video of willie mays makes the catch
0: mm-hmm. yeah so th- uh, when i epic. think of when i think of highlight real catches um in major league baseball obviously i think of the ken griffey jr spider-man catch yeah that's amazing. And then I think I think of the Willie Mays basket catch over the shoulder. Yeah, like those are those are the two big ones. There's obviously some like the Jim Edmonds one, whatever. That's fine. You can you can have that if you want it. But <laughs> I don't need it because you know I know what the others. <laughs>
1: you know what the best part about the Willie Mays catch is? What's I just that? looked this up. I wanted to make sure I was right. It's 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 in Game One of the World Series in 1954. Okay, the Cleveland Indians had runners on first and second. I'm quoting now from Sports Illustrated. Runners on first and second against the New York Giants. Uh Vic Wertz hits a 425-foot shot to center field. And by the way, if you see the video, there's still room after 425 feet it's that's a long ways out there. Um and he sprinted and then over the shoulder grabbed it. Now the the best part about that is the game is tied 2 to 2.
0: Save that's game. clutch
1: that's impact love that's it you can't get enough that's awesome two to two in a world series game ah <laughs> i'm just glad it's on video
0: <laughs> me too because it, it's super grainy like they very it well could have just been like yeah we don't we're not broadcasting these games yet
1: <laughs> yeah but you can <laughs> you can
0: it's so it's clear the olden days it's the olden days we're not broadcasting baseball yet that's i think that's how that conversation would go that's right we live life in black and white, see? <laughs> I think that's I think well, that was So something do I. That but <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but let's baseball go ahead and let's, let's take, take a quick break. break. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: And then we're going to come back and we'll overlap some more. It'll be great. <laughs> Welcome back, baseball family. We are discussing the San Francisco Giants and we're very excited about it. Brad has invited me to uh, broadcast my number three pick first. And I had told him no, but he wouldn't stand for it. So I'm going to go now. And I'm going to tell you about this guy (laughs) that I think this might be a controversial pick as well, actually, but I don't care because I get to do whatever I want. I'm going to talk (laughs) about I'm going to to talk about a guy who has won the MVP. He's a seven time all-star and he has been part of all three world series championships that they've had since moving to San Francisco he has a career war of 44.9 there is some uh there are projections for his 2022 season which we will not see very likely um 12, 12 years in the season, in the league he opted out during the 2020 season i'm talking about Buster Posey
0: mm-hmm.
1: he won rookie of the year that's a huge deal, by the way, in case you're new to baseball or sports at He all. turned
0: 35 today, by the way. That's today? Today. Today's the day. March Alex 27th. Um, baseball reference says specifically on his profile. Look at that. It says, happy birthday. It really does. That's <laughs>
1: awesome. He is a gold glove. He's got a batting championship, batting title. He's a five-time silver slugger. Uh, the guy's just amazing. I mean, he's a great, great ball player. And he's uh, an enormous part of the success that they've had. I mean, like we talked about, they've only won three world championships since 1957. He's been there for all of them. And not just there, but integral to all of them. So I don't think
0: you can talk about them without Buster Posey. Now, I love me some Buster Posey. I think we've established this on the show. Sure. Um, And he was like, right away, I was like, Number one, Willie Mays. Mm -hmm. Number two, Buster Posey. But I'm going to say he ended up break as my runner up. Whoa. Yeah. Because there were a couple guys who I was kind of teetering with, and I was like, the only way I can get them both in is if I take out Buster Posey. I think Uh. if he had had a longer career, because he did retire after the 2021 season. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I think if he had played for... Three more years, and we had this conversation in four. Then, I think at that point he would be a no-brainer. Absolutely, okay. but you can't fault a guy for going out on his own terms. And on top,
1: and I mean, I still the winning his team last fact. year. That's they right. More, I can't more
0: games than anybody last year.
1: I just love it. And he w- and last year he was an all-star. Um, he won a silver slugger. The guy played 113 games and he went you know what i'm done batting average 304 would you that's great for your that's 34 That's a good one to end on. <laughs> your, your age 34 season your last season your last season in the league you ended on a 304 batting average yeah his lifetime batting average is 302 it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. The guy yeah. is just a killer ball player.
0: 100%. Absolutely. Um i wonder if maybe that was something he like took into consideration was yeah. he's like This is where my stuff is right now, so this is a good time to end it. I don't know. I think it's a solid pick. I agree. Absolutely. 100%. So, for my next pick, I'm going to go with a guy who, obviously a Hall of Famer, 10-time All-Star, won an ERA title, so makes him a pitcher, naturally. Yeah, okay. Okay. Although, isn't naturally like the second baseman? No, he's the first baseman. No, he's the uh, catcher. No, naturally he's I don't know, I'm lost. I know he's the not the first, first man. Who's, who's on first, first, Brad? Yeah, who's on first? I don't know why I did that. Anyway, while you look that up, Brig, I'm going to talk more about this <laughs> pitcher. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. He spent 14 years with the Giants. 14 of them all in San Francisco, mind you. Um, in 63, he led the league in innings pitched. Uh, mm. also with 25 wins. And um, that same year, he faced 1,270 batters, and that was good enough for the most in Major Leagues or the National League. This guy is Juan Marichal. Oh, yeah. That's a name that, to me, anytime anybody talks about the Giants, it's like, well, you mm-hmm. can't forget Juan Marichal. He's a name that comes up every single time. Yeah. I mean, Obviously, you've got Willie Mays and, and Barry Bonds, who are like the top tier upper upper echelon, but I feel like anytime that there's a conversation about the Giants' greats, Juan Marichal's name comes up every single time. And a guy, a guy who, like, he doesn't have a whole lot of the accolades, right? Like he he doesn't have a Cy Young, but he's a ten time All Star. Um, he yeah. what he was the All Star Game MVP, but like. This is this is one thing that, that's really interesting to me is that if you look when you're looking at his baseball reference stat sheet mm-hmm. anytime there's something that's bolded it means that they led the league in that specific statistic for that yeah for that yeah. and it's peppered it's peppered with bolded <clears> with bolded <throat> sure. numbers like um complete games he led the league in 64 and again in 68 uh he led the league in sh- with shutouts in 65 and again in 69 um, led the league with the ERA title and out of a 2.10 in 69. And it's, it's not just that it, he had like one great year and then it cut off. It's that the first time that he led the league and in innings pitched was in 63, but then he continued to pitch on like his career ended in 75 and he was with the giants until 73 mm-hmm. that he continued to be great. And, uh, I mean, sustained success is a big deal to me because it's so hard to do. Not just yeah, in I professional agree. sports, but in professional baseball especially to me. And as a pitcher, like, that's a really big deal. Yeah. So I, I got to put Juan man. Marichal on my, uh, on my Mount Rushmore. Hmm. Nice. Thanks.
1: Who else you yeah, got for us? That's, that's a good one. How many do I have left? Two slots, right?
0: Um, <clears throat> one no, because I've you did one and a runner-up. That's right. Maze, Bonds, Posey, and Buster. More. Okay. So I have a couple that are
1: um that I that I was toying between. Therefore, I have a runner-up. But um, I'm going to give you my number one first, and then I'll deal you my runner-up. Okay. Okay. The last guy I think belongs on the on the Mount Rushmore for the San Francisco Giants. Never played in San Francisco. Played for the New York Giants the whole time, and the whole time consists of 22 seasons in the same franchise. I love that. I'm all about that kind of stuff. And that happened a lot Mm -hmm. back uh, in the years between 1926 and 1947 when this guy was on the roster. He was an all-star 12 times, all of them consecutive, every one of them. From his age 25 season in 1934, all the way to his age 35 season in 1944. This guy was in all-star games. He's part of the 1933 World Series. He's in the Hall of Fame. He played right field and third base. I have Mel Ott.
0: I was going to ask if I could guess, but I was clearing my throat, so I didn't. Oh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Mel Ott.
0: (laughs) That's a solid pick.
1: Thank you. Dig this. Ready? Career War 110.9. Okay. Uh, career batting average at three oh four. OBP 414. Slugging 533. OPS 947. The guy is just a machine. Mm-hmm. And talk about a stat page that is littered with bolded um, numbers. This, this is exactly what you have here. Um, yeah. Even to the point of leading the league in games one year 1932, led with 154 of them. But he led the league in OBPs, led the league in base on balls. (laughs) He's led the league in RBIs. He led the league in home runs in 1932, 34, 36, 37, 38, and 42. He led the league in home runs every one of those years. And that's incredible if you're talking about the 30s. We all know what happened in the 30s. So long story short, dude's amazing cannot tell the story of the franchise without him and, Mm -hmm. and partially in order to not forget
0: the past. Yeah. It is important to remember the New York giants. Like that's one thing that I think happens sometimes is that when teams relocate that sometimes that previous location is forgotten. Like I think that the one big example of that to me, and it really bugs me, is Oklahoma Oklahoma City Thunder is they act like they're an expansion team at least from what I've seen they they discount the Seattle SuperSonics history and it really yeah. bugs me and rubs me the wrong way and I don't know if it's because the the Seattle SuperSonics like the name is stuck in Seattle right yeah like that the, maybe they can't do that but they act like it's always been them <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, that's and that's one thing that there's a lot of things about that franchise that wrote me the wrong way, and that's one of them. And I, I love that the San Francisco Giants there's a continuation from the New York Giants that yeah, Mel Ott feels is. as much like a giant as Willie Mays and Barry Bonds and Buster Posey do, yeah. So, yeah, that's it's cool.
1: fantastic, and, and I, I love the history, love it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 140 seasons, 139 seasons, it's like. There's a huge history. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so for instance, let me just give you another instant. No, because you have another name. Gosh, dang it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. Go ahead. Well, what if you pick this person? I don't think I will. Are you sure?
0: Yep. If I do, then we'll, it's a perfect segue. Go ahead.
1: Okay. So another pitcher, is your guy a pitcher? Nope. Okay, perfect. Hall of Fame pitcher, career war 106.5. Played for the New York Giants for uh, 17 seasons. Christy Mathewson, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Christy Mathewson's literally phenomenal. His career ERA is 2.13. He's got one of the best pitchers in all of history of baseball. Mm-hmm. And he is part of this franchise, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, I, I love I just that love stuff. stuff like that. Love it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, my last guy um was born in mobile Alabama. He's a Hall of Famer. He won the rookie of the year, an MVP, six time all-star. Um but this is this is the big thing is I think that you can't not have the guy. I mean I know you've got I know you've got a landmark named after him. I guess I should say a watermark named after him. Yes. But you've got to yeah. have you got to have William McCovey. Yes
1: Yes, he's my runner up. <laughs> yes, I
0: love it. That's awesome. Oh. Because I was gonna say, I love McCovey it. McCovey okay, Cove is such a big deal. Yeah. And the fact they named it after Willie McCovey, I love every stinking bit of it. Like every last little bit of it. Um, every single splashdown. I look forward, I don't know why I look forward to them hearing, hearing them say McCovey Cove. Um, me too. It's not Love. like I was alive when he was playing. I mean, his last no. year was in 1980. <laughs> I think it's the baseball <laughs> history nerd in me. It's like yes, William yeah. Covey, Every time his legacy lives on <laughs> you know, with the splashdown. That's exactly right. That they didn't change the name to Bonds Cove Ooh, because they very well easily could have. You know. Yeah. But well, it's anyway, a, you know
1: what's actually called?
0: Uh, it's um, I looked it up. It's like China's Den or something like that.
1: China China Bay.
0: China yeah, Bay. yeah, yeah. I yeah I looked it up today because I wanted to make sure that that wasn't like the official name. Me too. Uh, yeah, I did the same. But, thing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're both no, such so... nerds. I <laughs> you know. I love it. <laughs> but, so he led the league with home runs three times: uh, once in '63 with 44, then '68 and '69 with 36 and 45, respectively. And both those years, he led the league with RBI and RBIs as well. Yeah. Um. He won an MVP in that 69 season and um, another guy who pitchers were afraid of. Mm-hmm. He led the league with intentional pa- free pa- intentional free passes, I should say. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four times mm-hmm. uh, in the, in a five-year stretch from 69 to 73. The only year was um, was 1972, but he only played half the season. So I'm sure the pitchers were kind of like, yeah, just pitch him the ball. You know, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I I feel like William McCovey is as much a part of Giants' history as anybody else and ought to be. And I feel and you can. I'm not going to take anything away from you, Brig, by making him your runner-up because he has a spot. He has a literal spot with yeah. the franchise outside right. of, of Mount Rushmore. So it, it, it makes sense. But I, I got to put him there. I still got to put him on there.
1: I I so. agree. And he and I would have had to move Buster Posey to put him on there. And I could, I just couldn't move Buster Posey off.
0: And so, so the guy I moved Buster Posey off, like this pains me, pains me. It was Barry Bonds. It was the one I moved Buster Posey off for. Yeah. That's hard. (laughs) That's hard. It's a tough decision. Yeah, that is tough, but I think you made the right one.
1: Honestly. Yeah. As much as that pains me to say, I, I still, and and between Mm -hmm. the two of us, we, you know, so baseball family, tell us what you think. You like, do you agree with our picks? Do you not? Do we are we are we terrible at this? No, we're we're not terrible at it unless you want to yell at us about it. Come on the show, yell at us about it. It'd be great. Let us know. We yeah, let us know. You can do that by do by visiting baseballtogether.com where you can leave us a comment on the YouTube channel. You can comment on whatever podcast streaming service you're using as well. Um, but on baseballtogether.com, you can call in and leave us a voicemail and go on that tirade you're just barely containing right now. The one that that you know would terrify the the person you're carpooling with right now on your way to or from the office. Like that's the person you need to protect by getting on and sending us a voicemail about who you think belongs on the Giants Mount Rushmore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's not wrong, but you can also send an email. (laughs) You can jump in the mailbag. There's a link there as well. There's also a link in the description of every single episode to send an email through the mailbag. And we, we love to get those. Those are a ton of fun for us. Catch new episodes of the baseball together podcast every Tuesday.